0: Good evening, team. And welcome to another Wednesday evening, Builders Problems Solved. Uh, tonight we've got a bunch of questions. I'll see how far I get through them all. If this is your first time on Builders Problems Solved, um, it's fairly self-explanatory in the title, really. But uh, we just try to give you as much detail and as much valuable, implementable, if that's a word, information to overcome common problems. Uh, problems with building businesses in the building industry. Just scrolling up to get my uh, comments thing working, and off she goes. Waino, good evening. I've got the thumbs up. There's a bunch of people watching. Uh, please put a comment in and say hi, and uh, maybe where you is, and what's the weather like where you is. Wayno says, evening Mickey bags. Thank you very much. Demir is here. Justin is watching also. So um, let's crack on because I always end up running over time and not, not uh, covering everything that I want to cover. So there's been a few questions asked and a few conversations that have been uh, uh, had in Builders in a Circle. Um, and a little bit in Builders Business Black Belt Facebook page, but normally in our closed Facebook group Builders Inner Circle, there's been a few questions and comments and backs and forth. So I thought uh, we would we would use those uh, and expand on them this evening. So uh, Andrew um, asked a question uh, regarding leads. Um, in fact. I posed a question in the week, uh, what do you want more of? And it kind of started off with more leads or more accepted quotes or getting more work done and a few other. There was a bunch of options. Um, And a a few fellas said uh, definitely more leads. Um, And my suggestion is don't focus on leads and, and and put energy and effort into lead generation. And I know this is going to sound a little counterintuitive until you've created the the qualification process that that has education. Um, when I was thinking about this, I remember hearing a story from um, a friend of mine who managed a sales team in a uh, in a local radio station, and uh, he was telling me about a customer that uh, was complaining quite bitterly to one of his sales reps uh and the sales rep said you know can you come down and 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 have a chat with this this customer because he's sort of getting uh a bit angry <laughs> perhaps inappropriately um so the boss uh came down and the the store owner it was a retail store um was was really quite rude and and almost abusing the uh the salesperson and then started on the the sales manager and basically the sales manager much to the uh, the salesperson's initial shock uh, but eventual appreciation told the store owner that uh, they wouldn't be advertising his store on the radio station anymore uh, and basically gave the store owner a bit of truth because the store owner was being quite abusive about the um amount of money he was paying for the the advertising, um and it wasn't it wasn't um, translating into sales, you know, continuing sales. and what the the radio station sales manager said to the business owner was basically it is our job to generate leads, get people coming through the door from all of the statistical evidence that we've gathered. Um, that you've given us. We've been accomplishing our job. But in my observations, not just today, but multiple times uh, coming into your store and speaking to m- many other people that come into your store, the reason that the sales are down is because you are the rudest person that I have ever spoken to. You treat your staff like slaves. Therefore, they don't treat the customers Uh, as well as they could so of course our advertising and lead generation is working because people will come into this shop once but once only Um, so we're fighting a losing battle we're out we're not going to allow you to speak to us uh, like that anymore And, and that was the short story short version and they walked out but that always made sense to me, and, and, and it was a while ago that, that I was told that story. Um, and since I've been learning about marketing and sales, in my mind, I, I um, think about them very, very differently. Uh, they are two separate – well, they're not two separate skill sets. They kind of share a skill set, but they have two very separate purposes. But from the, the, the prospect's point of view, it needs to be a seamless process right from the, the point where they first become aware of your business to they become a client to they become a fan and start to refer people at the other end. Um, so we need to understand what the purpose of attract. That's what we call it in Black Belt. We don't call it marketing. What purpose is the attract strategy, which is lead generation? Um, and obviously a good quality attract strategy generates quality leads, not just leads. Uh, and I've experienced that myself. We were we were attracting uh, a year ago um, a, a lot of people that were kind of not appropriate for, for black belt because they were just kind of getting started or they were too young or whatever the case may be. Um, and, and so we needed to tweak our attract message. So the attract message had uh, played a part in the qualification process because there's no point just generating a whole bunch of leads because that generates a whole bunch of work. You've got to generate quality leads. But my point is that the the priority, I believe, is get your qualification process right first so in the um, the story that I just told the problem with the with the whole scenario there was the not so much the qualification process but that's it, it, it was the sales process which is what I'd call a qualification process because even in a retail store a person buys because they 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 like um, the well, they want what is being sold, but they need to be treated right. They need to feel understood. They need to feel listened to, all of those sorts of things, to get them to a point where they trust you and like you enough to pay their hard-earned money to get that product. In a building business, um, it's far more important to 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 build trust and, and rapport and uh, understanding. Um, and, and so as far as generating leads is concerned, I would say put all of your effort first into developing the qualification process and then the skills that are necessary to operate the qualification process, such as the conversation about sending out a questionnaire, the, the triage conversation, um, the, the start of the um, initial meeting the end of the initial meeting they're all really important parts of the qualification process if you don't know what i'm talking about jump into builders in a circle and scroll back to uh some episodes of builders problem solved late january i think where uh, over two weeks i explained exactly the steps in a quality qualification process so you can go back there um at some stage and refresh on that um the uh what what also was going through my mind with this because i one of the, the when andrew talked about the leads uh he mentioned you know not sure how uh building qualification process helps if you've got no leads which is a fair enough comment but what that led me to uh think about was um, a passage from The Pumpkin Plan. So you're familiar with Profit First. That's uh, a book by Mike McCallowitz. The book before Profit First was called The Pumpkin Plan, and I highly recommend getting a copy of it. It's an amazing book that, believe it or not, uh, draws parallels between the people who grow these amazing huge pumpkins like the size of a small car and the process of building a small business. And the parallels are scary. Uh, it's amazing how how parallel build, uh, building a business is is the same as growing a big, pu- big pumpkin. But one of the things he talks about, uh, I remember him mentioning in the audio book, was you, you're better off with no clients than bad clients. Uh, and yes, I get that you need to have work and keep the till ticking over and so forth. Uh, and if you've got no no clients, well, you do need to do something about that. But very few businesses can exist with zero leads. So there, there, you need to be doing something um, to generate those leads. So you, you're doing that anyway. But at the same time, I would be suggesting that you build your qualification process. Because even if you've got very few leads, I think that's a Even more important reason to have a qualification process because a proper qualification process is built on education and showing the the prospects that, um, that your process is or following your process is going to give them significantly more value. And the reason that Mike said you're better off with no clients than bad clients is because when your business is full of bad clients, guess what you're doing? You're running around putting out fires, you're dealing with high-maintenance clients with unreasonable demands, it's sucking up your time, it's sucking up your energy, and uh, even the team don't feel so good when they're dealing with bad clients, so... um the main thing about bad clients is because all of your time and energy is, is being sucked into dealing with this situation. You don't have any time left to go out and look for better clients. If, and Mike Michalowicz says, if you've got no clients at all, you've got all day. To go out and look for good quality clients, but having a qualification process. Part of the qualification process and the attract process is building what we call avatars. An avatar is the uh, uh, getting really, really clear on your perfect who your perfect client is or, or needs to be, so you can you can see them easily. But even more importantly, an anti-avatar is just the worst person that you would ever want or not want in your business so you're very clear on on the behaviour and the personality of people that you don't want anywhere near your business. You need both of those. And it's amazing that just doing the work on your avatars, both the the client avatar or the prospect avatar and the anti-avatar, the law of attraction for whatever reason seems to kick in and, and things start to happen. So start to put some work into that. Now, um, another question I uh, can't remember who asked this question, um, but basically said oh, it was I asked the question, and somebody re- replied when I said, "What's one of the you know, most frustrating things about the building industry?" Um, and somebody replied, "Clients that question you about price or don't call back." Um and again and I'm going to sound a bit like a broken record here but I really do want to get this point across that is the reason that you you need to have a quality qualification process um if you've got a quality qualification process which is based on education a big chunk of the education up front is all about helping the the prospect understand free is not free and it's one of my pet hates and bugbears about the building industry is all of this free quote rubbish that that far too many builders still stick to because they think that they won't get work if they if they don't, which I mean the exact opposite is true. They're getting less work because they're doing free quotes. And they're very definitely getting less profit because they're doing free quotes. It's just bad news for everybody. But a good qualification process Um, educates that free is not free. In fact, I've got a thing called the Free Quotes Suck Explainer. I've talked about it a bit in the past. If you're new to this and um, you want uh, a a resource, a tool, that gives you some scenarios that you can use to talk to your prospects about to help them understand why free quotes suck and why you don't do free quotes, um, just put free quotes suck in the comment section, either tonight while you're watching live, or if you're watching the replay some other time, and I'll uh, shoot you a copy out, um, and you can use that as part of the conversations with uh, with your prospects. The qualification process also uh, focuses on there is a better way, and you show them the pathway to getting more value, a higher quality experience. Uh, by following your process. So that's part of the education as well. And one of the main things that we need to start to do if you want people, if you want prospects to stop questioning you about their price, is to start to display, not just talk about value. And one of the best ways that you can do that is in the conversations, particularly the initial conversations, is have a commitment to yourself to listen with the intent to understand. Most people, not just builders, most people listen with the intent to reply. There's a good book on the bottom of those books there, so I'm not going to pull it out. It's called The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And habit five is first seek to understand, then to be understood. And if you want your prospects to feel that sticking with you is the absolute best option, the way to do that is have them feel that you totally understand their problems and their wants and their desires from their perspective traditionally what does the building conversation focus on when when you're talking to a prospect when you're talking to it they ring up and say mate I need a you know I want to get a price on this or I want you to come out and have a look at this so what they are doing is asking you to come and give them information they are then going to go away and with the information that you've given them, they're going to decide what is the best um, course of action and then they will take what they believe to be the best course of action. And that is just the wrong way for them to go about things to get the best outcome because they don't know enough about building. They don't know enough about the scenarios. They don't know enough about all of the compliance and the issues and the potholes and the traps and all of those sorts of things, and they need somebody like yourself to wrap your arms around them and protect them from all of that. And so they need to listen to you, okay? Just put in the comment section, does that make sense? Just tell me yes or no. Is this making sense? The best way for a client to get the best outcome is to listen to you. Does that make sense? Pop that in the comment section for me so I know that you, you're with me and you're still listening. Um, that's the best outcome for them, to, to make sure that they're being guided by an expert. But They don't listen. And there's another book. It's also on that pile. It's on the bottom of that pile down there. (laughs) So I can't show you any of them. Uh, It's a a book called Why People Don't Listen by Hugh McKay. He's an Australian author. Um, And he basically says people listen to those who listen to them. Okay? And let me be clear. I'm not talking about, Andrea, you're there. Oh, yes, I can see that you're watching. I I thought we were back to the old thing where you only came up when you made comments, but I've got a notification that you're watching. So, Andrea's with me, but she's the only one. (laughs) She's with me. Thank you. Um, Hugh McKay says people listen to those who listen to them. Now, in a building conversation, when you're talking to a prospect, um, listening to them about uh, measurements and fittings and timelines and just the technical stuff of the project up front isn't listening. Listening really and, and understanding them is asking questions that are digging a little bit deeper and a little bit deeper and a little bit deeper to try and identify. My screen just went completely blank. The screensaver came on for some reason. Um, to identify the motivation and the concerns and the fears behind what they're they're doing, and and if you think about this, and if you prepare for these conversations, and have some questions ready, but also have some intent ready that you're going to ask the questions, but you're not going to give solutions. You're just going to ask the questions and have them feel that you fully understand from their perspective because here's the thing folks can you understand without judging in other words can you understand without either agreeing or disagreeing please put a yes in the comment section i was going to say put a yes or a no but there's no point putting a no because you can you can completely understand without agreeing or disagreeing. Um, and that's what you guys need to learn the skill to do, particularly in these initial conversations because the traditional conversations are all about the technical parts of the project. And and that is why people are uh, are questioning on the price and that's why they don't call back because they're out there working out What to do with the information that you've given them rather than including you in the conversation and the decision making process because they trust you and your experience and your knowledge. That is the purpose of these initial conversations. That's the purpose of having a qualification process is to have people make a connection with you and, and, and feel like that you totally have their back. And you don't do that by telling and talking. You do that by asking and asking some more and asking some more and getting deeper and deeper and deeper into the motivations and the fears. So what is the priority and why is that the priority? And how would that make you feel if you were able to attain that? Uh, and, and maybe w- what would be the situation if you couldn't get that that thing that you wanted? And, and then what would be the situation? And so you're, you're getting them to get into multiple layers of what they want but also what they want to avoid. And by doing this, they are starting to explore their own motivations and their own fears and their own frustrations and their own concerns, and you're helping them do it, right? And here's the thing. This is why this is so important. This is why it's critical to have a very well mapped out and and get yourself skilled up uh, for the parts for a qualification process is because If you can just do this one thing, and this is why I love this and this is why I think you need, you've got to put it into your business as a priority because it's so simple. The way that most builders are doing it now is super complicated. Everyone gets confused and confusion causes procrastination and that's why they're not calling you back and that's why trust is low because of confusion. What I'm talking about here is a simple process is backed up with some skills that you rehearse that have a, has your prospects feel like you understand them that's it one thing you, that they feel that you understand them but at a deep level not not at a shallow level and how that happens is as I've been saying with these questions that get deeper and deeper and deeper and the 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 amazing thing with this and this is why it's so important is that once they feel that you understand from their perspective at a very deep level, you don't need to convince them or anybody else that you have the solution with your steps and your process and your experience. and You don't have to sell yourself at all by getting them to confirm that you that they feel understood by you. That's all you need to do. Just by doing that, they then will assume that you have the solution and they will want the solution. And here's the thing. I said with, with um, the old book, I keep looking down there and no one else can see it, why people don't listen Hugh Mackay, People tend to listen to those who listen to them. If you have invested this time and this effort, into listening and understanding and feeding back and getting, you know, am I on the right track? Am I hearing you right with this? And getting asking those sort of questions. So you're getting confirmation from them. They feel understood. And what did Hugh Mackay say? He said, people tend to listen to those who listen to them. So once they feel understood, guess what they're going to want to do? They're going to want to listen to you that's when they want to be guided by you. And I can tell you for sure and certain, if you do this, there won't be very many, if any, and I suspect none, other builders that will have conversations with your prospects that will do this and go into this depth and go to this effort just to understand the motivations and the fears and the frustrations behind this project. First, before we start talking about any of the technical stuff about the project, They will feel understood. They will feel a connection and they won't feel that from any other builder. That is even if they bother going and talking to to other builders. And it doesn't matter whether you're the first builder that they speak to. If you do this, you'll probably be the last builder they speak to. If you're the last builder they speak to, you will be the last builder they'll speak to because they feel understood and they won't have gotten that depth of trust and genuineness from any other builder. And they will call you back and they will want to listen to you and be guided by you. Uh Wayno has put in the comments, have I answered all your questions, slash have I missed anything? Is there anything else? That's that's a great way to if you if you feel like the conversation is 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 coming to a conclusion What Waino has just said then is a great way to finish it up Uh, and it might not finish it up. Have I answered all your questions? Is there anything that you think that I've missed? No. Is there anything else? So I've kind of, what I've done there or what Waino has done there has given you three ways. They don't sound like the same question but they are exactly the same question and it just gives the person three opportunities to go, well, there was this one other thing that I don't think that we've covered. And it just gives you the opportunity to make sure you've got all of the data. So one of the reasons um, why they don't call you back, well, this this is one reason why they don't call you back. The other reason why they don't call you back, even like in, in the absence of everything that we've talked about, I think the way that most builders do it is they send out a price, they email out the quote or whatever. Um, of course, they're not going to call you back because what again what you've done by sending it out and not getting them to come and meet with you and let's go through the details and let's reiterate what the fears were what the concerns were what the priorities were and all of those sorts of things and go through the the proposal bit by bit and saying remember when you said that and you didn't want that and you were worried about that and you really wanted this here's where we're doing that in in this Proposal. This is taking care of that. You're proving to them that you listened and you're doing something about it. And by doing that, what you're doing, and this, I know this sounds really weird, uh, but you're (laughs) the the way that you do that makes them feel really good about you because, believe it or not, you are saving them calories. (laughs) And I was learning all of this stuff not that long ago about decision making uh, and procrastination and all of this this sort of thing um, and and why people procrastinate when they're given choice and all that. and it comes right back to we are wired to um, thrive or survive and then thrive. And so what we're constantly looking for at a subconscious level is people and, and information and resources whatever it is that will firstly help us survive so eliminate pain problems um any sort of negative emotions and things like that and then thrive tools uh and resources to help us get ahead that's what we're wired to to do like the, our, all of our systems are just wired to move towards pain uh, pleasure and away from pain um and Believe it or not, uh, thinking burns an absolute truckload of calories. So if you give, and we don't want to do that because we're wired from you know our primitive past to res- to 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 reserve calories, not waste them. I know it doesn't make any sense these days because food's on tap and high caloric foods are you know at, at our fingertips, and we're eating far too much and all that sort of stuff. But back back in the old caveman days, it could have could be you know a week before we can get something to eat again. So we were wired, we were set up to reserve calories and, and making lots of decisions and thinking actually burns up a lot of calories. So we don't want to do that. We, we, we want the solution just presented to us. We don't want to figure it out. And this is all happening subconsciously. But what's happening is we give them the information, uh, we post out the, the, the proposal, give us a call you know if if you're interested and they've got to go and use all of their calories to to work this out and at a subconscious at a, a subconscious level they're connecting to you a bad thing a negative thing because they've got to work all of this stuff out it's not conscious it's subconscious um they've got to work all of this stuff out burning lots of calories so they're not getting that good connection with you but if you save them burning all the calories through your explanations and your presentations and linking the the fears and the frustrations and the priorities and the concerns and the preferences to how your process is going to work you're saving them a whole bunch of calories and at a subconscious level they will love you for it so That was a fairly deep explanation as to why (laughs) you need a quality qualification process. Um, and one last thing, and I've gone a little bit over time again, how unusual. Uh a a few weeks ago or a month or so ago, I was in Sydney shooting all of these videos, promotional videos, and the director, the guy Ken from Japan, I've spoken about him before on a few other videos, um, said this a couple of times, and it really Impacted me with um, when you're thinking about how you communicate to your prospects, and he said the messages that we've got to put out there, and this this is important through your attract process, but also the qualification process. Is he he says, create a hole in their mind. And what that means is you, with what you're talking about, what with the information that you're giving, you create a hole in their thinking that can only be filled by being part of your system or in my case when I was doing the video you give them information in such a way that it creates a hole in their thinking it creates curiosity or creates a need to stay there until the end of the video before um, before that hole can be filled and through your conversations particularly in the in the um, in in the early parts of the conversations, when they're they're a prospect, um, what you need to be doing is is not filling all of the holes or giving them all the information like I've just talked about. So they've got to go away and burn a whole lot of calories trying to figure this stuff out. You create curiosity, so you create a hole in their thinking that. They feel that the only way to fill that hole is to be part of your system, part of your process, have you guiding them through this maze so they don't have to burn as many calories through fear and through thinking and processing and figuring things out. They've got you in their corner. Then they'll call you back. Then they won't be questioning you on price. I understand that there's a limit to price when the top pockets are turned inside out and the bank account's empty there is no more I get that but more often than not the majority of the time the 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 challenges that pop up due to pricing are just people wanting to get cheaper and cheaper and cheaper and they just want cheaper because in the back of their mind, subconsciously, they're doing all the work because all you're doing is providing information. You're not providing understanding. So they're, you, they're basically doing all of the work. They're burning all the calories so they don't want to pay for it. But if you save their calories, if, you, if they don't have to think, if they just trust and, and you're constantly proving that you're offering value and valuable guidance and saving them time and, and pain and effort, through your experience and your caring, price won't be an issue within their budgetary constraints. I hope that makes sense. So that's it. (laughs) I hope this was valuable. Uh, If you've got more questions uh, because of what I've uh, sort of opened up through this uh, conversation this evening, you can put them in uh, the comment section under this video, wherever you're watching it, in Builders in a Circle or Builders Business Black Belt. If you've got other questions that you want to have answered, either on uh, Builders Problem Solved, you can put them in here. You can message me. Uh, that seems to be the the way that most people are doing it just currently is sending the Facebook message. Fine with that. Uh, if you're an, if you're a member of Builders in a Circle, ask questions in Builders in a Circle because if um, there's a bit. More information uh, that needs to be covered than I've got time for in Builders Problem Solved. I will create your own personal answer in a video and post it in Builders in a Circle for you. So use that opportunity to get uh, information to help you with your business issues in Builders in a Circle. If you're not already a member, jump across there, ask to join, and we'll open the doors and away we go. So one last thing. Uh, I hope this was valuable. If you did feel that it was valuable, what what I'd ask you to do right now, this very moment, is to click on the share button. Not the like button, but the share button. If you want to make a comment about what you may have learned or gleaned from this conversation this evening, put that in the post when you share. But please help me get this these messages out there by just hitting the share button. It's just a couple of clicks. It's not a big effort, but it's going to make a big difference for getting more people understanding this information. And we can start to get rid of these horribly wasteful and painful practices by getting more people understanding how to do it. Because I know a lot of people want to do it, but not many people know how to do it. So if they can Jump on these, jump into Builders Inner Circle, ask more questions, they'll know how to do it, they'll put it into their business and we'll start to change the building industry one builder at a time. So I hope that's been helpful. I will be uh, back here again next Wednesday evening. A little bit of a surprise for you next Wednesday evening. Uh, Builders Problem Solved Wednesday evening back here on the Builders Business Black Belt Facebook page. But that is it for this evening. I'm McCaws Builder's Business Black Belt. Have a great night. Bye for now.